Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the Chakra Series on the Free Your Mind podcast with Misty. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I'm so excited to talk to you about this um, chakra. I have sat down and compiled all kinds of goodies that I want to share with you today. Um, Have my chakra music playing. And just as an FYI to all of you, I always have chakra activation music playing in the background whenever I do every single chakra. So if it's the root chakra, I was using the root binarial beat. If it was the throat chakra, like I just got finished, I was using the throat binarial beat. All of these you could find on um, any of your play stores via Apple or Google. And um, yeah, I highly recommend. That's another great way for you to activate your chakras is by sitting, meditating and listening or on your way to work, you know, when you're not listening to me. Um, Yeah, plug some of this in instead of some of the graphic junk music that we listen to on a daily basis out there. Not going to say it's bad every now and then I even like to listen to a little Tupac, but you need, if you're going to grow in spirit, you need more positive affirmation music. So um, with that being said, let's free your mind on the third eye chakra, which is um, personally one that I try to attune very finely each and every day. Um, But first, before we get started, we are going to start with our opening affirmation. This affirmation is focusing on mindfulness of the spirit. So here we go. I am aware of my thoughts and I ask myself, are they uplifting and are they true? I do this because I know that my thoughts significantly affect my mental, emotional, and physical health because I know that my body believes everything that I believe. I am not in control of all situations that come my way, nor am I in control of what others do and say. However, I do have free will as to how I will respond. I choose to respond to all situations from an enlightened position rather than just reacting on the fly. That is huge. I know I went a little fast with that, but I have like a lot to cover with this chakra. Um, But feel free, play it back, write it down, speak it into existence. The reason I wanted you to, uh, that I brought you that uh, opening affirmation is because legitly you're never in control in any of this, but you can ask for control and you can ask for guidance. And that's what this chakra is all about awakening your spiritual third eye. Okay. Um, basically in a nutshell, the sixth chakra, it also can be known as the brow chakra, but everyone term uses the term, the third eye chakra. And it's basically just that it's this all seeing, all knowing your intuition, sixth sense type of chakra to balance. Um, so it is in Sanskrit terminology called as an Ajna, and it is located between the brows, which is why it is known sometimes as the brow chakra. But um, like I said, most of the time it is called the third eye sh- chakra. 
Um, the color represented is indigo. So if you don't know what indigo is, it's kind of like a blue purple. Um, and it governs wisdom, detachment, discernment, your imagination, your intuition, your knowledge, and your trust in a higher source. Um, the areas that it actually affects in the body are the pituitary glands, the eyes, the nose, the sinus, the head, and the face. And like I've already said, it is best known for its all-knowing abilities when it's balanced. Think of it in a way as your conscious meets your unconscious, okay? Um, this is kind of you tapping into that unconscious knowledge that you have. We all have it. But um, it's whether or not you actively, assertively utilize it and take care of this chakra. Because I will tell you, if you do not take care of this chakra, you are going to learn that it is going to, you will feel drained. And I have my own um, ways of dealing with it. I will tell you first and foremost, um, and I'll get into this more so, um, how you know when it's balanced or unbalanced. But one way is I always know when I am a little out of tune with my third eye, my body has no two ways of informing me that I need to balance this by throwing me a good old headache. And basically what happens is, is it's just so, and I'm not going to say that every time you have a headache, it doesn't mean that your third eye needs worked upon. You need to take an examination of yourself in that moment and then determine whether, okay, is this just something because I have, you know, I've been, if it comes out of the blue or if it don't come out of the blue, if you're dealing with stress or, you know what I mean? You kind of have to base every, every little ailment does not mean that your chakra's out of balance, but I will tell you if you practice balancing that chakra or doing something to help nurture that chakra, then and you see an improvement well there you go there's the proof is in the pudding as they like to say that's an old saying um so another thing that the third eye chakra which is the biggest of all of them uh obviously clairvoyance clairvoyance is getting visions seeing um having these visions come to you uh, my personal favorite, um, she is an icon. I, I don't idolize anyone because I don't like that term of an idol. Um, I, I follow in spirit and I follow God. And um, But she is truly an inspiration. I like to use that word more so. Um, to me was um, Miss Lorraine Warren, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Um, I I have studied them, their works for years. I have read every single book that they ever put out. I It is a dream to mine to go to the Warrens um, Museum that they have to offer. But the way that they dealt with, the way she dealt with her abilities, um, she was such an inspiration on how she handled herself. And if you don't know who Lorraine Warren is, she is a world-renowned um, clairvoyant. Um, and she, obviously, I'm sure you probably do know of the Warrens, but if you don't, they are the, the true basis and stories behind the huge blockbuster hits of The Conjuring, 
um, the nun, uh, oh my God, I could go on for days for all of their stories that they, they have, you know, their, their investigations. Um, but absolutely, uh, truth, a hundred percent truth. There is nothing that that woman has said that, um, I don't believe, I do feel like she was a hundred percent authentic and legit. And I will tell you, it's very frustrating to me to know that the church kind of denounces mediumship, clairvoyancy, um, because that it's honestly an act of God. It's not that it's her sitting there or me sitting here saying that we have these magical powers and we're high and mighty and above. No, what actually happened is, is if you knew the Warrens, they submerged themselves in their faith. They were of Catholic faith, submerged themselves and fully relied upon a higher power, God, who, you know, worked legit through them. And it was because that they were so devoted and that they really did walk this spiritual walk and line of faith that that was bestowed upon them. Now, do I feel like maybe clairvoyancy or mediumship does kind of run in lineage as far as, you know, your family line goes? Um, I do feel like, yes, it can. Um, for some reason, it was bestowed upon your family. And if you are, and I'll get into this as well, open-minded enough, um, I feel like anyone has these abilities, but th that's the key there is to free your mind, have an open mind and not a narrow. So what is clairvoyance? That is what clairvoyance is. That was basically the best uh, example I could give you as to what is clairvoyance. It is seeing visions. Um, I have had clairvoyant, uh, I have clairvoyant uh, abilities. I uh, can open myself up to spirit and if I'm willing and if they're willing to let me see, then I can kind of see snapshots like pictures of the past is the best way I can describe uh, when, when I have my moments. Um, another thing is precognition. Precognition is basically you just have a knowing by, um, you just, you just have this like gut instinct of, and it, this could be either you could physically see it, or it could also be, you know, a vision. And then another one is psychometry. Psychometry is something that I, um, I feel another ability that I, I have more so, um, precognition moment that I had as for as far as an example, one day my husband and I were driving. And for some reason, I felt like we were getting ready to be bombarded by like a whole bunch of fire trucks. And it's not like anyone like came upon us. But you know, or like, we didn't have anything like causing me to believe that fire trucks were getting ready to like bombard us and we had to get out of the way. And sure enough, it was probably no more than five seconds after I had this vision and I'm just quiet, sitting there minding my own business as he's driving. And all of a sudden it comes right in front of us. And, you know, I'm like, honey, you need to get over. And, you know, it was like kind of crazy. And then all of a sudden it was gone. And I looked at him and I said, I just seen that. I just seen that happen before it happened. And it kind of blew me away. This was before, you know, in the very beginnings of my spiritual journey, which is pretty awesome. Um, and then another one is psychometry. Psychometry is sense by touch. So, um, this kind of happened to me and I get just to give you a nutshell and an example, uh, went to on this investigation, paranormal investigation. I 
went to a certain room, felt like I was being drawn to this room. And I wanted to just sit in the floor of this room. And I just wanted to touch the floor for some reason. I didn't even know at the time that I was utilizing psychometry, um, to be honest with you, by doing that. But now I know what it is. And as I sat and touched this floor, I could feel the cheeks, my cheeks getting real red. I could feel like agitation within me. Like, and that's really all that I felt. And it was like, kind of like, I just felt a lot of agitation, heavy in that room and, and warm in my face. And I found out that whenever we were done with the investigation, uh, the, the group who was leading us explained that that was their bedroom. It was a couple. And that was the bedroom that they were, um, the fight had started. And um, so that, like, there was eventually a murder that happened, but it really wasn't a murder. It was a, an accidental homicide, to be honest, that happened in this location. And that room up there is where it all started. It's where, you know, the person, the one person, you know, told the other person, you know, I'm going to go get my gun and I'm going to, I'm going to kill this person. And that's where the whole bickering between the couple started was up in that bedroom. And I could feel that because I could feel the agitation. I felt my face getting real flush. And I know a lot of us, when we get hot, blood pressure rises and you could feel that. Um, so that was pretty awesome to experience. And since then, I've really been working on uh, psychometry. Uh, another place I utilized that by just touching the ground that I was on and started getting then all kinds of clairvoyant like snapshots in my head and, and tried to have, and you almost are like, it's not like you physically see ghosts. It's like you're, you're seeing snapshots of the past and you got to put this story together and you got to rely on spirit because I have no idea what I'm seeing. I'm just seeing these things. I'm a vessel. And that is what you need to understand the most about the third eye is you cannot be egotistical. You cannot say, oh, look at me. I'm high and mighty. I have all these powers. You would have nothing if you don't work in spirit and spirit work through you. You are a conduit. Basically, think of yourself as an electrical conduit. You are just flowing the spirit energy that by some reason has been stoned upon you to be the messenger. That's all you are as a messenger. And be grateful that you have, because if you're able to do that, that's because you have been entrusted. There is something within you that you have worked through that you are entrusted to see and experience these things. And it is an honor and a blessing. It also is kind of a curse some days. <laughs> and uh, I'll get into that later. But um, yeah, so I will tell you that both of the books that I have been using that I learned most of my, I mean, I have taken workshops and classes and stuff like that, but the two books that I have purchased and really has helped me along my um, chakra education journey, um, one of them is The Power of Chakras by Fiona Toy. Um, honestly, super cheap little book, great handy reference guide. Anyone that hates to read, I can guarantee excuse me, I can guarantee you, you will blow through this book in no time. It's super easy to follow, super easy to read. I've been referencing it and my other book that I will disclose later. Um, but highly recommend you buying these books and educating, self-educating yourself. But she said it very well on page 30 of her book, where she said that there is little room in this system for developing our intuition and quote unquote, this system, what she's talking about obviously is planet earth and the world. And just basically, you know, I'm feeling like truly the United States in general, but um, facts are either right or wrong. 
and an argument or line of thought is either logical or illogical. Intuition, on the other hand, is neither right nor wrong, neither logical or illogical. It just simply is. And that is honestly the best way I can describe this third eye chakra. And once you have it open, what, what it is to deal with, because we are living in a world where everything is fact-based, fact, I'm sorry, fact-based, or, you know, your thoughts either need to be, well, that's logic or that's just illogical and that makes no sense. And that's just the way it is. If it's logic, then it's right. And if it's illogical, then it's wrong or it needs to have scientific backing. When you just start to learn to allow spirit to flow through you, and start really utilizing deep your intuition and opening and freeing your mind and allowing yourself to become a vessel, it will fully connect your intuition and confidently help you make decisions based upon, you know, what spirit is trying to speak to you. Um, so another cool thing is that by activating or helping balance your third eye chakra, we are definitely both left. We're either left brain or right brain. All of us work via either left brain or right brain more so. And yes, we know that men are more of one and women are more of the other, but by stimulating this chakra, and you could do this, like I said, by meditation, by listening to positive affirmation music, focusing on the third eye, um, all of that. You actually will stimulate both your left and right brain, which will allow your thinking to obtain a balance and your decision making to obtain a balance. You will have more controlled thinking and less chaos and sporadic thinking once you learn to balance this chakra. And that has probably been one of the most freeing things I mean, yeah, the clairvoyancy and having a stronger intuition. And I've always had a strong sense of discernment since the day I was born. That, I will tell you, was a God-given birth, whatever, <laughs> to me. Because I have been able to, like, sniff out the real and the fake within seconds. Like, I almost can meet a person and within a matter of 10 seconds of being around them, and I know that sounds short, but that is legit how quickly I can read a person. And I've always been able to be that way. And I know a lot of that is because of my trauma responses uh, in my childhood. But I don't believe that that is from all of it. I understand that the trauma response has probably strengthened my discernment. But I feel like, honestly, discernment was just one of those. We're all born with God-given gifts and discernment was mine. <laughs> I can tell you that without a shadow of a doubt, so much confidence. Discernment was one of my spiritual gifts. All right. So what is it going to feel like when it's balanced? Well, I think we kind of somewhat know what it feels like when it's balanced. So I'm not going to spend too much time on the balance. I'm actually going to spend more time on the unbalance because I feel like if you're new to this and you're learning about the chakras, I can tell you right now, for the most part, most of your chakras are out of whack. Probably you might have one or two that just naturally you flow and function as a human being easily, but most of them are probably, probably out of whack. So let me get you on the balance. Cause I think I've pretty much given you the steak and baked potatoes on the balance. So 
trust your gut feeling, AKA, AKA intuition. So if you're balanced, your gut feelings, you're going to feel something, you're going to know it, and you're going to be like, boom, yep, that's it. That's the decision I'm making. To where if you were unbalanced, you're going to be kind of wishy-washy and cloudy in your decision making. All right, I'm going to go back and forth with these because I kind of like this. Um, your visions, your premonition, your clairvoyance, all of that is going to kind of catapult. And you will in turn be calm about these things as they come to you where if you are unbalanced in this you might receive visions that seem so real via a dream or even reality like in a daydream or you're just zoning out that if you're not ready may scare the shit out of you um i will tell you there are many times where before i was in my spiritual spiritual walk that I would have these crazy dreams, crazy dreams and terrifying that none of this that I should have had. And part of me now realizes that, you know, some of these dreams, because they were so real, they were almost out of body experiences. I had experienced, maybe I experienced them in a past life. Maybe I was actually taken there to this moment in time for some unbeknownst reason, you know, but you, you can receive these and they will legit scare, scare you if you're not ready. And if your chakra is out of balance, um, you will help develop a healthy, healthier. If they're in, if you're imbalanced in the chakra, you will develop a healthy imagination. So most of us as an adult, what is imagination? And it's so unfortunate that the world like kind of has pounded and drowned us in responsibilities, adulting and sorrow that we lose our creativity and our imagination. And so everything that kind of floats through our mind via imaginative, we automatically just discredit it and honestly kind of goes by the wayside, which you once, once you, if, if it's imbalanced, and that's basically what I'm saying, if you're imbalanced, you lack imagination. If you're in if you're, I'm sorry, if you're in balance, you have a vivid, great imagination. If you lack balance, then you have no imagination and no sparkle, I guess, to your brain. Let's, 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 you know what I mean? You don't have that ignition of creativity is so much. And I do know that that kind of goes back to, you know, the fourth chakra, but with creativity, but that does go hand in hand with the third eye chakra as well. All right. And then obviously you are going to be more open-minded more freeing, less cynical of your of yourself, of your thoughts, um, more accepting to where if you are out of balance, you're going to be more narrow minded and opinionated, so to speak. And then obviously we have the psychic realm. You'll receive these visions. You'll receive a knowing. You'll receive messages. You'll start seeing um, maybe spirit animals kind of come to you. We all have them. You'll start seeing angel numbers which will, which is basically numerical number frequencies that you will start seeing more often. The most common in the beginning of your spiritual journey, I will tell you, is 1111. Um, I know that they have an age-old thing. If you see 1111, make a wish. But, 
you know, that's not, I mean, not bad. You can speak in whatever you want into existence at that time, but that's not what it means. Again, angel numbers, if you don't know what they are, they are signs from the spirit realm that is trying to get a message across to you. And I tell my spirit guides all the time, I need you to slap me in the face. I am so busy. I allow myself to get so overwhelmed with things in life. I need you to just be like, bam, here it is. There it is. Boom. And mine are spirit numbers. And mine are also spirit animals. One of my spirit animals is a hawk. And I will tell you uh, more about the hawk because it does associate with the third eye chakra. Um, but that'll be in part two. So, um, all right. And then some of your physical ailments, if you're out of balance, uh, to close this out, will be obviously, like I said, headache. Um, and that's the number one thing for me. Typically I have learned what does it feel like to just have like an, a typical like allergy sinus headache and what does it feel like to have a headache that is like, you know, is spirit induced. And typically how I know that is if it's spirit induced and I have this headache, I will also be exhausted. I will be feeling very drained and tired if I have this headache. And that's how I know I have just been so out of balance, overstimulating and not taking care of nurturing my third eye chakra. You will also have possibly blurry vision, sinus issues, um, as far as like stuffiness, just can't breathe. And I know it's allergy season, so you can't associate that. But if you're dealing with these things and you're dealing with a lot of fatigue or you're feeling kind of down in the dumps, right there to me is my telltale sign to let you know, maybe take a minute, meditate, and focus on rehabilitating your third eye chakra. Um, sometimes it will put you, and this is another one that is huge for me besides headaches when I know my third eye is out of balance. I can't sleep or I am oversleeping. I'm exhausted, like I keep saying. Um, and then the lastly is hormonal and high blood pressure issues. So obviously high blood pressure, which deals a lot in, you know, and you're, you, you, you kind of feel that flushness in your face whenever your blood pressure rises, like I had said earlier. But typically, high blood pressure issues associated with the third eye chakra, I will tell you, it is because spirit is trying to get through to you, and you are just not accepting it. So the best thing you could do for yourself is just surrender to, to a higher power accept it and say, help me work through this. If you feel anxious or you feel agitated, um, I will tell you it is, it's hard out there. It's hard to keep all of these things balanced on a daily. I understand. I'm not expecting you to be able to pick up running. I'm on my third, actually going on my fourth year in my spiritual journey. And um, every day is a work in progress, but just be mindful of it. That's what it's all about. Be mindful of being a work in progress, okay? So with all of that being said, I am going to do a closing affirmation on this, on both of them for the third eye chakra, because I feel so strongly that if you guys just learn to open and free your mind, talk to spirit, ask them to open your third eye, you're going to see this world in a whole new light and it's going to be amazing. And you're going to find so much truth and clarity in your thinking and the way you see the world. I just, I really want you to try to just try it, my friend, <laughs> try it. 
All right. So closing affirmation. I trust in a higher source and I acknowledge my direct communication and connection with it. In the stillness, I listen for wisdom inside and I am open to the spirituality that is within me and all around me. I know that love is the creative force. I meditate and welcome mystical truths. I am open to seeking guidance in my spiritual quest from a spiritual teacher, master, guru, spirit guide. So with that being said, my friends, I am looking forward to connecting with you on part two. We only got one more chakra to go after this, but I can't wait for you guys. So hop on over to part two right now.